You are on Line of Sight, a War Machine and Hordes podcast for new and experienced players, hosted on the Line of Sight Podcast Network. Line of Sight is proud to host War Machine University, Brawl Machine, and Fallen Corvus, as well as numerous content creators like Field of Fire, Lightbringers, Brawler Bios, Vicarious Competition, Midnight Monpod, and Charge and Spike. You can find our content at loswarmachine.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 227 of Line of Sight. My name is Jaden, and I'm here with Brett. I am here. Yeah. Chandler is recuperating from a six hour long? Six hours. Something That's, like that. That's too long under a needle. Yeah, he had a very long tattoo session today, and he is, uh, you know, obviously not with us tonight because he's probably taking a bunch of pain medication and going to bed. Um, yeah, fun fact pain makes you tired, tiredness makes you more in pain. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nasty self, you know, feedback loop thing. Oh. Anyway, uh, news, there's a bunch of new Storm Legion model concepts up in an Insider. You should check those out. Um, there's they a couple... throw storms. They throw storms. Possibly they throw Le- it's possible they throw Legionnaires. Uh, but why would they be throwing the new GW models, Brett? That doesn't make any sense. But I'm dumb. Isn't it the Storm Legion? Yeah, it is Storm Legion. But, but Legionnaires okay. are the new Chaos Space Marine title thing. Okay. And that that code I mean, just came out. Yes, they are the Chaos Legions. I'll buy that. Ooh, Signar is chaos. No, I would I would be all in on chaosy looking Signar. That would be that would be sick. Give me just like an entire infernal branch of nothing but chaosified or infernal. Yeah, I was gonna say aren't, aren't those just infernals? Yeah, but I have to convert those, and I'd like them to just be made for me, please. Got it. Got it. Yeah, I'm lazy. I don't want to do the work. Well, um, that was a piece of flash. <laughs> yeah i was care- carefully preserving this piece and like it just broke off I'm like shit oh it was flash oh that's <laughs> that's the best worst feeling yep <laughs> anyway so what we're going to talk about today is uh what we would do to the current crop of colossal slash gargantuans to maybe help them see the table a little bit more because there are a few that are pretty good out there and there are many that are not even after the points drops. So we've got a little write up. We're gonna go through it and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna chat about things. So can you outline the core problem? Because oh, if sure. if a if a points drop could fix them, obviously they would have done that. Okay. So Colossals and Gargantuans have a couple of key issues. One of them is they're freaking expensive compared to most things. So in order to not just be a gigantic waste of points, they have to be durable enough so that they can contribute several turns out of the game. They also have to be able to contribute enough turn over turn for that to actually matter, but they can't contribute so much that they're just the default pick for everything. Um, there's a lot of inherent weaknesses to being a colossal slash gargantuan. I'm just going to call them gargossals or I'm going to call them jargossals because that's how I think it in my head. I hate you. I'm censoring (laughs) myself for Brett. Um, 
Yeah. Anyway, uh, and so like, there's a bunch of huge problems with them, like from a point huge, of perspective. Nice. Yeah. Um, such as they can always be seen over everything except for uh, buildings that have been ruled to be more than five inches tall, which everybody's doing now because we all learned that we were playing line of sight incorrectly with that. Um, we they uh, you know have really gigantic footprints, which is a problem because they can be easily blocked from charging stuff by a wall or the corner of a building or like any number of annoying things. If they lose Pathfinder and they have to go through rough terrain, they are the saddest of pandas and there's actually terrain that does that now. Um, uh, there are spells that scale up against them. There are spells that scale up against them, although they've gotten knocked down a little bit since they no longer can be forced to sacrifice movement or combat. Mm-hmm. Um, and paralysis you no longer do- works against Jarganduins, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and then also, like, they die really fast to really buffed up heavies or units, and that's just a thing that I think probably has to be that way because otherwise they would be disastrously overpowered and unable to see the tabletop. So that that's just a thing you have to be aware of. It's kind of a core mechanic. Yes. Uh, The other problem is specifically with uh, gargantuans, gargantuans is that they generate a very small amount of fury for the points that they use, Um, which is a problem because a hordes battle group needs to have enough fury to feel their warlock turn over turn just like has to. So, you know, that's a problem. And then they're also living models. So anything that lowers living models, mat, death, anything is bad for them. And there's a lot of that. Although paralysis no longer working on them is a huge step in the right direction. So those are kind of the core issues. And I guess we're just going to go through in war room order um, and talk about these guys. Starting with the hurricane. Uh, I actually like the Hurricane's point cost at 33. I think it's pretty good, pretty good colossal for what it does. Um, it's got a couple real, real good slammy boy guns that are only range 12, but Signar's got access to snipe. It's got some other cannons that are decent. It's got pretty good melee output. It's Matt Rat 6. These are all good things. It's an arc node. It's immune to electricity. That's randomly important sometimes. Um, however, and this is a big problem. Uh, it's turbulence thing that removes flight from models activating within 12 inches of it also hits friendly models. And that's just a problem. It stops it from being played with Archons, which Signar kind of likes to do. And it also, like, I mean, I guess that's the big one is that it makes your friendly Archons real bad. But I would just probably change turbulence to enemy models activating within 12 inches, lose flight for a round, and call it good there. The only time that losing flight on your own models would be a buff is if there's a bunch of windswept terrain, I guess. Like, that could be a thing. The opponent's like, I'm going to hide behind this windswept terrain. And you're like, psych, my warjack or whatever it is. But yeah, you have to set up the turn before. Yeah, I know. So it's super obvious that it's going to happen. But, yeah. So I think I would just take that off. And if I was going to change anything else, because this guy has pretty good ranged output. He's got pretty good melee output. Uh, he's reasonably... I mean, he's reasonably-ish tanky. Um, I might make this the the cannons, the storm emitters, the AOE ones. Like, you just get an extra attack with one of them every round. Like, so you get three shots. 
because four shots out of this guy is good, but not incredible. That's about it. Sorry. Sorry, I thought about the little draft again. Oh, we're not there yet. Shh. <laughs> so, any thoughts? Uh, I think the Hurricane is the gold standard, right? It's pretty close, yeah. I mean, I'd argue the Archangel and the Storm Raptor probably are, but... Okay, sure. Yeah. But those are so far in their own league that, like, core mechanics don't matter. That's true. Okay. Next up, we've got the Stormwall, who is still paying for the Sins of Mark II. So, I wonder how much of the problem with Colossals is that they had to make two of them. And especially for Colossals, they're very similar. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Um, currently, the Stormwall is at 34 points. I would honestly... I, there is no way that this model is worth more points than the Hurricane. Just like, flat out, there's not. So if the Hurricane's 33, I would argue that this should be 32. Like, I think that would be yeah. a good place to start, at least. And, and the Stormwall has a lot fewer unique rules. Yes, well, let's let's touch on that real fast. First of all, the little cannons being POW-10 is kind of dumb in the year of War Machine 2022. Um, they can go back to POW-12 and nobody would, like, blink at all. I mean, those Cyclones and Sentinels are tearing up the meta. Oh, yeah. Totally. Actually, Cyclones are part 12. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's that's the joke. Um, so they could easily go back to part 12. And yes, that makes the covering player better. And that's okay. Like, really, it's all right. If you're playing infantry into Signar, we already need to probably have a conversation about that. But, you know. Six were made. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's that. Uh, also... Uh, do, 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 do. I would probably also just, like, let the lightning pods be infinite again to a maximum of three at a time. Like, let's, let's consider for a second here. When this change was made, it was the beginning of Mark three, And so games could go infinitely long, right? Yeah. Uh, Stormwalls are now getting enough lightning pods to go through half basically the important turns of the game i also, don't it's really annoying to track also it's really annoying to track it's bookkeeping and i don't like it yeah so there's no reason i don't think that it can't spit out these little things um every turn and that would also help deal with because they still do the like pow 10 thing all right yeah they do um so that would help sort out like the fact that it's got two big guns and then 2d3 pow 10 or 12s right that are range 10 also they're range 10 now i believe they're range 12 in mark ii um mm -hmm. and so you know if it could also spit out a line of like here's a pow 10 electrical damage roll that would really help with its horde clearing ability that it probably needs to be able to have um and help it like be more of the dedicated this is like my anti-infantry colossal that happens to have a couple big guns because it's a colossal right so yeah I think that's what I would do. I don't know. Does it need more than that? I don't think so. What do you think? Um, its biggest problem is that the hunter exists. Sure. Or the charger, even right. Okay. Well, hold on a second. Which casters in Signar even want colossals? Right. There's Striker one. And he wants that arc node. 
and he wants that arc node. Um, so he probably doesn't want this. There's, well, and oh, here's the other problem is that all of the casters that really want Colossals, I think, are in Flame in the Darkness, which means they can just take a blockader. Yep. So these need to be able to compete with that a little bit. So, I don't know. I feel like differentiating them, the uh, the Stormwall is a little bit more anti-inventory. The Hurricane is a little bit more of a damage-dealing monster with the assassination guns. Um, but But you don't want to... Make it so that um, it's too good at assassination. Oh no! I mean, the assassination guns although, don't need to change. Although the hurricane does that better, anyways. Yes, that's exactly. The hurricane's already better at that. So the stormwall is probably fine with like bumping the chain cannons back up in range of power, uh, letting it drop storm pods, and like that's if if you just let it contest every turn. Think about how much more utility that is for that right like the hurricane then becomes this is my output piece the storm will becomes this is i'm going to play a very long game we're going to grind scenario we're going to win through positioning and and such right i think mm -hmm. that would be an interesting change so sweet uh judicator i don't actually think the judicator needs any changes question mark what do you think Um, I mean, can we get rid of the secondary blast? No, that's actually a good rule. It's a good rule, and it's important. Yeah. Like, at 35 I mean, points, how... maybe maybe you could drop it a point again. It, was, it did get a point jump a while back, so you could drop it down again. How, how much of it is playable because of subu zero? Uh, I don't know. I think Protectorate's really struggling to find a list at the moment in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. But I don't... I mean, I think the Judicator's still really, really good. Its damage output is insane. Yeah, right? that's true. And maybe drop the drop it a point or two if it has to be anything, but it still has really good core rules. It still has the choir. It still has a really, really excellent damage grid. Like, you're not knocking systems out of this thing until you cripple a whole side. Um, it still has... The sprays of doom. It still has the rocket pods of your infantry are all dead, and protectorates don't mind. Is it still inaccurate? Yeah, it's still inaccurate. <laughs> I don't think you can make it more accurate than it is without causing some serious problems, though. Because they all burn. No, okay, let's hold on. It's rat five, which means that inaccurate, it's rat one, which means that with Sevi zero, it's rat two, and it gets an extra dice to hit, drop the lowest, right? Yeah, it Sounds does. Right. Yep. So it's effectively hitting def 11 just on its own right there. And then if it aims, it's hitting def 13. And if you have any other ways to fix its accuracy, of which accuracy, which protector has a couple of. Now it's hitting on much higher numbers. And those are POW 16, signs, importance, blast things at minimum because battle. Yep. Yeah. So like. Yeah. And and probably going to ignore um, spell defenses. Probably. Yeah. So there's, you know, I don't like that. It's one of those fine line things where you can't probably change it too much without inventing a new rule. Like maybe okay. Here, here's an interesting Target idea. Target casters. <laughs> no, no, that would be silly. Um, 
like if we wanted to to go the route of maybe the the rocket pods need to be more accurate which i'm not convinced of by the way you could do something like the rocket pods lose inaccurate when targeting models hit by its flamethrower sprays this turn so like mm-hmm. that reduces the range of them a bit um and also means that the adjudicators within 10 inches of its target, which means that if it doesn't kill it, it's probably going to die on the backswing. Right. I don't know. I kind of like where the Judicator's at. Maybe make it cheaper, but I don't think it needs to see a whole lot of change. No? Yes? Maybe? Oh, I don't have strong opinions on the Judicator. I almost never see it. Okay. That's fair. There's no men, There's no men off in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Reasonable. All right, Revelator. Uh, I actually like where its points are at. I, however, think that it needs to make its AoE attacks just always AoEs. Um, oh, is this the one that has directly hit? So, sorry, no, no, no. They are already AoEs. What I mean is that they need to be able to drift as hazards because they only directly hit and become hazards that's right. then. And that's less good. Um <laughs> Very much so less good. The other thing is, I really don't understand. I think you could probably change its little guns to rate of fire two, and this would be the proper like terrifying thing that it's supposed to be. Um, with ignoring stealth and uh, what else is ignoring stealth and is magical? Yeah. So, I think basically just make the hazards always there. If uh, Crucible Guard can have two rayless interceptors. I don't see why you can't pay even more points and not have two similar guns on a Colossal. But yeah, I think the Revelator is also like borderline there. And this is again, like it has to have enough output to justify bringing it in the list, but it can't have so much output that it is, is overpowering everything else. This doesn't increase its output, but it does increase its control, which addresses one of its other points, which is that it's hard to keep it alive. So this this makes it much better into like single wound infantry weapon masters and other things like that that traditionally prey on this these kinds of models really well. I notice that all of the or except for the storm or the hurricane, all mm-hmm. of these have done well against both infantry and heavy targets. Yes, which is really important because if they are only good against one of those things. They're bad. Yeah, because they're like half your list. Yep. Yeah, like pretty close. Okay, that's Protectorate. Kador. Dun, dun, dun. Poor Conquest. This used to be such like a terrifying model. Okay, first of all, why is it Rat 4? Like, seriously. Because Kador has inferior courtesies. And they put their inferior courtesies in their Colossal without figuring out how to make it better? Correct. I just don't buy that at all. They're just worse. Okay, no. Rat 5. It should be Rat 5. Um, no, they, they should all be Matt, Matt 6, Rat 6. You think so? I don't know. I think Rat 5 is perfectly acceptable for a lot of these models. Like, you can aim, so you're effectively Rat 7 in a lot of circumstances. And ranged attacks are already stronger by nature of being able to be very far away from what you're shooting at, right? 
I'm not changing your mind on this, am I? It's a lot of points to miss with. <laughs> That's true. Okay, but hold on. So the Conquest currently has a main gun and then two rate of fire, two POW-10 AOE-3 high explosive guns. Mm-hmm. So, yes, it's a lot of points to miss with. So I think make it RAT-5. It's currently RAT-4. So, yes, it's a lot of points to miss with. I also think the main gun should have reload one because it's a POW-15. giant gun? Yeah. It's one POW-15 with crit dev. Yeah, I guess I didn't realize that it had one shot. Yeah, it's only got one shot, and it's POW-15 AOE-4, which is, like, a perfectly respectable gun, but it's only got one of them, and it's got critical devastation, which is not even close to guaranteed. Doesn't the Mammoth have three of those? Uh, The Mammoth has D3 plus one, I think. (laughs) Or it can just take one POW-20 that auto-throws everything. Right. We'll double-check when we get to it, but that's around where it's at. So I think that should be what it is. The other thing is... I think it should get so you know what you know how heavily heavy boilers a rule right you get plus two movement while you're running. That's on the Kodiak, I think. Double checking, yeah. I think it's on a whole. Subject. Yeah, Kodiak, uh, Grolar, and that might be it actually. Yeah, I think that's it. Anyway, so it gets plus two inches of movement when running, right? I'd like to give it a modified version of that rule called Super Heavy Boiler because it's a colossal and it gets plus two inches of movement running or charging. Or charging? Yeah. Oh, I guess, yeah, because you never want to charge with it right now. Yeah. Because it never works. No. I mean, it's speed four. Yes, you can boundless charge it to speed six. So now you throw out a grand total of 11 inches. <laughs> and like you know there are ways to speed it up Strakov's got his feet there are other things in, in Kador but a lot of them don't work like Butcher 3's Energizer doesn't work um, any other things that move battle group models around outside their activation doesn't work they have to be actual flat speed increases so I think that being innately able to threaten 11 inches is probably fine like that's like what does this do it, it differentiates it from the the signar colossals in that it has slightly less good guns however it threats farther and hits harder i think that's right. okay which is what kator should do which is what kator should do it's nowhere near as good at shooting as the protector colossals are right and then it gets to out threat them slightly which is also fine and it's also like the least survivable colossal yeah i mean innately it's better because arm 20 is really good but it has the least defensive buffs that can be put on it out of pretty much everything yep. um i guess the only concern is when i wrote this draft up Karchev 2 hadn't been even spoiled yet this yeah. is coming at it from a little bit back um and so him him making it speed eight means that it goes 10 13 15 inches that's a feat though and i still don't think he takes this over no god no over a bunch of other things right he can get three heavies for this price almost i mean maybe i'm wrong about that but you know, at the very least, even if Super Heavy Boiler turned out to be too much, this would obviously need testing. Uh, heavy Boiler would be f- perfectly reasonable, I think. Let it run 10 inches on turn one, please. I, I don't know. I love the fact that it can't run over a wall. Oh, yeah. It literally, it literally cannot. Yeah, it's good times. Sign. <laughs> Actually, even at speed, even moving 10 inches, can it run over a wall? Base to base with the wall. Well, it- if it can't, then no one can. Yeah, you're right, it can. All right, so yeah. Excellent. That's the conquest. I think those are what I would change. Um, the victor, I already like where it's at mostly. I would change it from Rat 4 to Rat 5, and I would also give it Super Heavy Boiler or Heavy Boiler. Same reasons. 
I, yeah. I, yeah, it's got a much better gun. It doesn't need rate of fire or, or um, reload well, on it. Well, it needs something to differentiate them. Oh, it's got a, it's just got a much better gun. <laughs> Range 20 gets to be either Crater Flare or Incendiary, Arcing Fire, and then it's got 2d3, I think? Yeah, 2d3 POW 12. Yeah, the Kador Colossal has 2d3 POW 12s. Signar, get your act together. Um, yeah, well, they can actually hit something. Well, but these ones get an additional dice against models with flight. No, that's true. So, you know, and bumping it up to rat five would, would be useful. See, that's why you need to turn off your own flight. Uh, but that's only for the activation, I think. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Assuming that you don't have any more points you want to make, let's move on to Cricks. Okay, so the Kraken. Point number one, I have a beautiful Kraken. Oh, nice. Kraken is the first Colossal I've owned. <laughs> um, so I like where it's at point-wise. 32 is excellent. Um, I think it should go from Arm 19 to Arm 20 base. Um, I know that's not very Crixie, but it also has almost no survivability buffs in Infaction. Like, there's a few, but there aren't a ton. Especially if you're not living. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a few, like, Hellrot and other things that can go on it. But eh, you're not really playing a Kraken with those I mean, people. Why, why are we comparing survivability to any, something that can get Arcane Shield? Yeah. Um, I also think that it should have, instead of being able to only have three Carp Sokens, I think it should be able to take five. Uh, couple yeah, of, pow, pow 25. Or uh, I think it's or... higher than Is it higher <laughs> than that? It's Pow 24. Thank you very much. Um, but like that's fine getting up to pow 22 with stuff involved is not the most incredible thing in yep. the world um the other thing that i think would be really interesting is that uh crucible of death should let it start so that's the thing that can turn corpse tokens into focus mm -hmm. crucible of death should let it start with a instead of being that i think it should they should start with a corpse token so they're POW 20 base, effectively. And they should be able to spend a limited number or maybe none. This would be another thing that I'd like to see tested to boost melee attack rolls. So not you, buy. Not buy. Not buy and not damage, <laughs> but attack rolls. Yes. You should be able to, like, burn the Nectrofactorium and, like, make more attacks, right? I don't know. You made fun of me last time I started making lore arguments. So I'm not getting involved. That's fair. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so I think that's where I would put the crack. And this makes it a little bit more survivable. It also makes it a little bit more killy. And I think those are the two things that it needs. Because it's pretty fragile at the moment. Yeah. Uh, compared to the other things. Now, it's possible that... What? Sorry. Yeah. What if... Uh... What if it still could only get three uh, corpses, but mm -hmm. they contributed to armor? Oh, so it got death powered? Yeah, so it's 18, 19, 21. Uh, it's currently 19, so it'll be 19, 20, 21, 22. 22 I, might be too much. 22 might be too much. Yeah. I mean, you could give it some similar rule that's just like, while this model has corpse tokens, it gets plus one armor or something like that, but I don't hate mm -hmm. it. Um, yeah, I could see that. It is important to note that uh, this this is all like stuff we would test. It's very possible that with the um, the f the gang theme force, 
that this is just bananas and too strong, but we'd have to see. Because, you know, currently it's not played very much. Um, we're not we're not here to give you accurate results. No, we're, we're here, here to, to give you <laughs> baseless speculation and things that we change with no yeah. data to back them up at all. Um, That's not what we're here for. All right, Sepulchre. Why does it only have one big gunshot and it's POW 13? I'm going to be honest with you, I have no idea what the Sepulchre does. It makes mechanothrals. Pretty much. Are you, is that a joke? Are you joking? No. Okay, hold on. Let me read it to you. It's got a range 13 AOE 4 POW 13. It's Matt 6 okay. 5. Does it still have paralyzed guns? Crit paralyzed on that, yes. Crit? Um, yep. And then it's got 2d3 range 10 POW 13s. So it looks Signar. POW 13. <laughs> uh, 2d3 POW 13s that are range 10 that I don't think do anything extra cool. Uh, oh, they have volume fire, which is a very good rule. Um, yeah, it's very, very good rule. Uh, so they're POW 15s against, you know, large base things. Um, but the other thing that it does is it also collects corpse tokens within four inches of it. It can have up to three. And then it turns either three tokens to make a brute thrall or one to make a mechanothrall. I can't activate that turn, I assume. Uh, forfeit their combat actions. Yeah. So, uh, first of all, I would make the big gun rate of fire two because, yeah. Um, yes, volume fire is actually the change I had on here. I drafted this list prior to the, the colossal update because I was like, what would be changing? So that's a good change. I like that. Um, and then, okay, so here's the thing. I would change death industry to it can add brute thralls or mechanothrall units or it can add one grunt to a friendly small base undead unit. So it can bring back Bane Knights or Bane Warriors, or and maybe two corpses for those. Um, you know, one corpse for Mechanothrall, two corpses for any small base undead unit, and three corpses for a Brood Thrall. And you can do any combination? Any combination. Cool. And that would let it play in a lot more lists. It'd be a lot more interesting, because, you know, another source of recursion for Banes is actually not a terrible thing, I don't think. Um, and an extra gun helps with its offensive output which I think would be pretty cool. Oh, it's also got a pull on its uh, tentacle eaths. Why doesn't the freaking Kraken have that? Does the Kraken have that? Did that get changed? Jaden investigates. Nope, it doesn't. It's just got James Drake. Onwards. Retribution. Oh, boy. So first thing we've got is the Hyperion. I guess Helios, but whatever. Uh, first of all, again, this is a single gun model. It should probably go from Rat 5 to Rat 6, and I honestly think that would be the only change I'd make to it. It's already very cheap. It's 30 points. It already hits really hard. POW 21, 23 with the Argonists. Um, it's already got reasonable little guns and a potentially really scary big gun. Um, just make it Rat 6, please, and we're good. Thoughts? Which brings us to the Hyperion. <laughs> that that is the, uh, the that is the Hyperion. Sorry, it brings us to the other one. <laughs> yeah, called? the Helios. Helios. Yes. Like I like giving yourself a design restriction. Restriction breeds creativity. Mm -hmm. Um Okay. I don't know that they that creativity <laughs> <paid off. laughs> So I like 
that it can move things around. I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. So what I would do is I would probably um, combine broadcast power and distortion field, which is give out a warjack, give a, sorry, uh, spend a focus point to do one of these things, which is gain a focus point at the start of their activations and uh, plus CDF and poltergeist. So I think you could combine those into one rule and be fine. Keeps repulsor field, which is the push away thing. And then I think you should get a third one. Uh, I would call this one force gate or force lock, sorry. And basically, it just gives it force lock from Mark II. So enemy models beginning their activations in its melee range can't advance except to change facing. So it could get in there and tie down something. Yeah, well, like it gets in with two things, beats the crap out of one of them, mm-hmm. locks the other. Locks the other. And like this is a very strong rule, obviously, but it's, it's a colossal. colossal. It's- <laughs> and it's it's melee range it means it has to be in the danger zone mm-hmm. well it doesn't so and that's one of the interesting things about it is because it has all those pull guns right so you could potentially pull things into it and then activate this which would let it like really mess with stuff like mm-hmm. consider pulling in two different unit leaders and force locking them be like get right not killing them and not killing them like that sounds awesome that would be so funny it would be great i don't know why anybody would dislike that at all it sounds like <laughs> the most wonderful design in the whole universe there's no way that's abusable not even a little bit no uh but i also like and that's the thing is like this thing has to do some pretty nasty stuff because it doesn't yeah, have any guns that do yeah. damage right right yeah it either either needs to bring an extreme amount of support like a um the uh, ground uh, gargantuan for legion mm-hmm. um, lightbringer lightbringer thank you mm-hmm. um or it has to do guns it doesn't if, if it's not allowed to do guns then it's gotta do something yeah pretty much all right that brings us to convergence we go with the prime axiom i actually think the prime axiom is pretty close to where i'd like it to be i think that it's um it's excel spiker shouldn't be power 11 it should be power 13 and i think that's the only change i'd make because yeah. like yes there are some force multipliers in convergence and they're good but it's power 11 <laughs> and this is a colossal and yeah i don't love when my colossal shoots worse than uh like six point or is it nine point late now oh yeah then the uh the stupid little floaty boys yeah yeah and convergence colossals have the same kind of problem like gargantuans do where you get more value the more more jacks you take right because so. you want that induction chain to go bananas and just get to spend millions of focus every turn right so the cost has to do something important or yeah. something very different to make up for it yep 100 percent. i like the tow cables granted, I like... sorry go ahead yeah i was gonna say yeah granted two tow cables good start that's a very good start but when you're not in range for those or your opponents using terrain or other models to make them not usable, which a good opponent <laughs> will often like having a pow 13 gun, as we've seen on the Cricks Colossal, which has a bunch of them in Cricks is Cricks, yeah. probably fine. <laughs> so that's, that's the change I would make to like, and I think there's other things you could tweak at other than that, but I think that's the easiest one with the least amount of testing required, like just flat out increasing the damage output. Probably fine. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Prime Conflux, I would probably change its big gun to have a higher rate of fire because currently it's reload one and it's a POW 13 with a 15 inch range. Also, can we talk about this 15 inch range for a second? It's not a prime number. 17's right there. 17's right there. Like, no, so I don't, so I don't really want to buff Orion, but so is 13. <laughs> so 13. So, so we compromise and we make it range 13 and, and rate of fire three, which is also prime number. Yeah. Well, technically so are one and two. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Although there there is some debate if if one is a prime number, right, right. Um, so you know, range thirteen, rate of fire three. Ship it, like sure. again, it just needs a little bit of output bump, and I don't think like reducing the range a little bit will help keep Ryan in check. Uh, not that I think he necessarily needs to be kept in check at this point. And also, why is he not just playing a million of the the stupid little tessellators still? Right, like. Right. This is not changing that his list just wants to play tessellators. Right. So Maybe if there were 12 points. <laughs> I mean, I think that might be a little high, but sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, Crucible Guard. The Vulcan does not need to be changed to be a viable Colossal. It is the best Colossal in the game. Yeah. I think. So leave it alone. Like, it has the output. It has support abilities. Like... Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, you thought you were immune to my army. That's funny. I'm a Vulcan. Um, yeah, so leave it alone. It probably doesn't need any any adjustments. It's just a really good model. Blockader, probably also fine now that it's been nerfed a little bit. I think it's okay. Um, like, it's nowhere near Galleon as good. Galleon needs a lot of help. Yeah, let's talk about the Galleon. Uh, the poor, poor Galleon. So, first of all, I don't think 34 points is appropriate for this model at the moment. <laughs> uh, let's talk about 33, maybe. Go from there. Um, also, its gun ports should not be rate of fire D3. They should just be rate of fire 3 or rate of fire 2. I'll take either one. Probably rate of fire 2. Yeah, especially because it, it only has one shot otherwise. Well, I also think the harpoon cannon should get reload 1. Okay. So, you know, and like that's really strong, giving it a second high powered shot that pulls things, but it also doesn't have the focus to like boost a bunch of damage rolls. If it's going to go in on that plan, it's going to shoot boost. And then if it misses, it's going to reload boost. Right. And that might be good enough, but your opponent can also play around that because it's only range 10 and this is a speed five model with, I don't think any access to snipe. Right, because Osram is Rulik only. Um, I mean, you could put it on space. Oh, Striker one. I was gonna say Gaston one, but oh, sure, yeah, yeah. Either of those would work, and it can also go on Striker one. Which, oh man, he would actually really like this Colossal then, probably. Um, which is fine. Which is fine. Yeah. So, and this is again, we're addressing here. It needs to be a little bit more damaging it needs to have a little bit more ways to not die which is range range and pull stuff in right it already hits like a freight train in melee which is great and it's in mercs and they've got a bunch of stuff going on anyway so let's talk about the earthbreaker because oh boy here's another model that uh for the sins of arc 2 
Yeah. Uh, again, the rate of fire on the repeating cannons should just be either two or three. Um, D3 attacks are not good. They don't have, have any special rules, really, either. They're just range 12 PAL 13s. So give them range, like, rate of fire two. Be be happy. Um, its point costs are appropriate now at 33, I think, with these changes. And then I think you can probably make the torpedoes go from range 10 to range 12. Which, yeah, 10's really short. Yeah, it's really short. And the other thing that I think would be interesting is to give them Beacon as a third attack type, partially because that's the thing dwarves would really like is plus two inches of movement. And also because um, most guns with attack types have three, and this one only has two, and that bothers me. Does Beacon work on slams? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think it's just charges. Yeah. I don't remember. Checking. Let's see. The last thing I looked at that has beacon is convergence. So let's look at the stupid little warjack, the diffuser. Yep, charger slam. Okay. Okay. It's still. Fine. Yeah, I want the basher, basher to go go wherever it wants. Yes. I mean, that sounds great. I don't know what you're talking about. I love bashers. They're like my favorite looking warjack. That's not the Grillar. All right, that's all the Colossals. So it's time to talk about the Gargantuans. And these will go much faster because there's a lot less of them. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's talk about the Trollbloods. Let's talk about the Glacier King. Because, boy, uh, first of all, this model was made when Snipe was a thing that trolls could just do. So let's make its gun range 14. It got its range ten. It's range twelve. It got okay. a it got a compromise bump, but range fourteen. Um, and the other thing is, it's also reload two, and it's you know a pow fourteen, which is fine, and it's got um d three inch push and critical stationary, which is also fine or really good, but it doesn't. Like, maybe make it rate of fire 2 with reload 1, but it shouldn't be paying Fury for all of those attacks. It's only got 5. It's ridiculous to compare the ranged output. Like, you're you're being penalized mm-hmm. <laughs> for taking a Gargantuan, especially compared worse. to a Colossal. Yeah. And they're much worse. Yeah, as far as ranged output goes. Now, the Glacier King makes up for it a bit. It's a really good animus, um, reasonably good animus for some of the casters. Uh, really excellent uh, auto-stationary on the fists, which is nuts um and you know it's in trolls which have a bunch of other ways to increase cold output so that's also alive it's also alive uh so i think rate of fire two with reload one or rate of fire three just flat up and then range 14 instead of range 12 and we're probably okay Mm -hmm. um i also and this is maybe silly i would like to see the strength go up one point so that the big meaty fists are 20 because mulg's big meaty claw hold on what is it called on mulg Oh, his big meaty fist is 17, um, which I don't feel like a two-strength bump between Mulg and a Colossal is appropriate. I think it should be a little bit more. But. Yep. Yeah. Moves on to the Mountain King. I love the Mountain King. Did you know I have a long and storied history with the Mountain King, Brett? I did not know that. Yeah. when In Mark II, just, just before it got the assault buff... I was playing this really silly Madrek one list 
uh, with a Mountain King, an Earthborn, Mulg, a Pyre Troll, and the Stone, and that was it. And I actually came down to Texas um, and played in the Charity Cup? Charity something? Sure, here. Yeah, the one in Colleen. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Clash Freak here, that one. Um, and I met a bunch of really good players like Julian Lesage. You were at WTC. It was uh, a year that that overlapped. Um, <laughs> a protest year? Yes. Um, and uh, and I basically, I took that list plus EE to the finals, and everybody was like, what is going on? <laughs> and the Mountain King, Mountain King just kept doing massive amounts of work for me. And then I took it to um, Lock and Load the following year as a hardcore list and i absolutely wrecked people with it and it was wonderful so uh i love this model it's one of my absolute favorites first of all it's got assault but why is that spray rate of fire one let's make it rate of fire two um and yeah, it's a spray <laughs> it's a spray or alternatively i will accept give it dual attack and keep it rate of fire one with assault like one of those two options please um, the other thing is bump its strength up by one because, again, these are POW 19 fists. If we go look at the Colossals, most of them are 20 or higher, and the few that are POW 19 have inbuilt ways to get that higher. And yes, the Mountain King has rage, but, or sorry, primal now, um, had rage. Uh, but, like, let's be real, it should only plus one. It's only plus one, and it's probably getting rushed first to get in there because yeah. it's only speed five. So. Yeah, and if you had dual attack and and assault, you could get three sprays off because you get the assault spray off, you get the kill shot spray off, and you get your initial spray off. And like compare these, like a POW 16 spray is very, very good. And it's got different applications than like the range 14 POW 15, 16 guns that the Colossals all have. But it's a 33-point model, and that's what it's got for ranged output. So it should be pretty respectable and if it's not in there it gets one shot right which is um bad because as we said models like this tend to get blowed up when they get into melee um so that's what i would do to change the mountain king the sea king another model that i love man do you remember when this model came out and it was 42 points (laughs) Yeah, I st- <laughs> it had like half a gun. Still has half a gun, um, but it's thirty two points <laughs> now. Oh my god, isn't that wonderful? Um, so, first of all, I would make this your melee gigantuan, and I would make it mat seven. Ooh, spicy! I know, right? Just I make like it. it mat seven. It's got a garbage gun. We accept this. We don't change the gun at all. But you just make it mat seven so that its anchor can actually do stuff. And then I give its anchor either like rapid strike or cleave. Something not to give thresher. not thresher. <laughs> that would be stupid. I don't want to even think about thresher with a huge base with arcs. At all. No thanks. Um so just give it rapid strike and call it a day. Make it mat seven. Give it rapid strike. This is now your melee colossal grim or uh Boomy, not boomy. Doomy to eat your heart out. Like, literally. Yeah. Yes. Um, and like, yeah, it's got a garbage gun. It's got a range 10 AOE 3 power 13 with bounce and poison. Yeah. Um, and it can only bounce away from you, which is great. 
but it's got one range 10 AOE 3 power 13 and that's it so make it the melee one make it good at killing things be happy moving on unless you have other comments no okay let's talk about the storm raptor which is a model that we both have opinions about like okay should we talk about what we wanted it to be when it first got CID'd and then it didn't end up like this? I don't, I don't even remember that. Okay, so what we wanted is <laughs> not to have energy pulse. Mm-hmm. Okay, because that rule's dumb. And then make the big lightning bolt rate of fire two and give it back electro generator and call it good. And it just wipes out infantry. I mean, it's already doing that. It has energy pulse, but... And it's this is wiped out infantry from further away. <laughs> but but this is positionable around. Yes. Uh energy pulse is not so much, not easily, not on something this fast. Um it gives it reasonably good like okay, it gives it two PAL 14s with with electro generator, which if again, look at the colossals, that's nothing, but it's also faster than everything else and also has reposition and yeah, reposition's awesome. Reposition's awesome. And I think honestly like that would that would be the only things I'd change. And really, I think that would make it an, a better play experience against as well. Um, Because, like, Energy oh, Pulse is also, so stupid. Yes. Yeah. Remember, um, remember Bile Thrills? <laughs> yeah, it's like that, but also a Colossal with Sustained Attack on its gun that yes. gets to proc off of that. Yes. So It's also just way too similar to um, Thunderhead. <laughs> yeah. Thunderhead should be able to rule his own little roost you know yes so that's what i think like that's what we all wanted during cid i think that's still a better model overall and i think it'd be more interesting to play i think it'd be better to play against mm-hmm. Woldrath. uh it needs little guns it sure does and i can't believe they dropped it to 31 points i guess it is that bad um <laughs> it is extremely bad yeah it, it rephrase it is extremely bad in the context of this is a colossal but for 31 points it's very hard to beat arm 20 sacred ward and that many hit points so in that it's interesting mm-hmm. i would bump it back up to like 33 or 34 points i would give its big gun a reload and i'd give it like two rate of fire two pow 12s as well yeah. and then um oh and the other thing i would do is i would change the rooting on its animus Currently, it says friendly faction models gain an additional die on magic attack rolls targeting enemy models within 10 inches of the spellcaster. And I would change targeting to mate against, which would let the rock hammer sprays Brace. actually work. Yeah. Which would be sick. And yes, two big guns, two small guns, change that, bump it to 33 points. That sounds dope. I would play the crap out of that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Archangel, it's fine. Leave it alone. Possibly too good. Possibly too good. Uh, it's very, very good. Blightbringer, also fine. Leave it alone. Surprisingly. It does, it does the thing that no no other thing does, right? I The, the thing I don't like about the Blightbringer uh-huh. is that I don't know why more Colossals aren't like it. Oh, because, yeah, more like this is a giant support bot with pretty good attacks. Yeah. Right, because... It, I don't know, it man. takes advantage of the fact that it has you know high armor and boxes, but it gets to be real slow and mm-hmm. just sits back. Fire does a little bit of work with its gun, 
mm-hmm. and just drastically changes how your army works, but yeah. at a huge expense. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's a really interesting beast, and it changes, like, it completely changed the dynamic of the way that Legionless could operate when it came out, and it still does to this day. It's just really, really cool. Um, yeah, I love, I love the, I, I love the Blightbringer. I think it's a fantastic model. Um, Scorn, Desert Hydra. I think it's actually fine. Just give it another armor and call it good. Like, it's currently armor 19, make it armor 20, and I'm probably happy. Yes, it is only Fury 4, but it has a bazillion sprays and a bazillion attacks, so it doesn't need a whole lot else. Right. And, uh, yeah, it's just a little little too easy to kill, perhaps. Mammoth. Um, oh, gosh, War Room is super bugged right now. It says it gets D3 plus 13 ranged attacks. A lot of attacks. That's a lot of attacks. Just casual averaging 15 ranged attacks. Um so, I would change D3 plus 1 to just Rate of Fire 3. That's what it averages to anyway, um, mm-hmm. which I think is fine. Um, I think Pain Madden should be plus 2 speed and then either plus 1 mat or plus 2 armor. Just, like, make it really unhappy to, like, just basically give it um, a weird version of Flip. What's the thing the Exemplars all have? Vegas? Nope. Uh, battle driven? Battle driven. I oh. think it's battle driven. Right. Um, yeah, that rule. Uh, and then I think honestly, it's probably okay. Like the mammoth is real good. Just make its gun a little more consistent, and then you make it just like the thing you don't want to attack at all ever. And then when you do, mm-hmm. you have to commit to killing it. And yeah, it's still the coolest yeah. looking. It's still like it is annoying how cool the mammoth looks. Like, I'm irritated, and my friend still has my Triceratops Mammoth that I converted, and I'm really tempted to try and get it back from him at some point to finish painting yeah, Good it. luck. I mean, it's not painted or anything, it's just converted. I guess I could also <laughs> just spend a few hours sculpting another Triceratops head. That's an option I have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, good boy. I love the Mammoth. Slaughterhouse. Oh, boy. <sighs> What if the Wolverath was worse? Somehow, right? All right, let's talk about this this thing. Um, I I love that it leaves a three point model behind when it dies. Oh, it's so that's <laughs> like, so fun. So, like, what what an irrelevant thing. <laughs> I mean, if you're contest, if like if it's contesting a thing and they have to clear it, that's relevant. But yeah. Um. So first of all, it's got a gun with drag which is sweet but it's also only got one of those guns so i would like to make it um rate of fire 2 it's range 12 it's like rat 5 right it's rat 5 yeah yeah so it's that's, slow as hell yeah pretty much um it's nice that drag auto happens now on a hit that's great let's keep doing that uh let's change the front door for melee range from 0.5 inches to any other number that's bigger than that uh, zero what no i said bigger <laughs> right if uh range one sure range two sure this is a really like there is no heavy or colossal or gargantuan in the game with a 0.5 inch melee range on an important attack this, and this has this most this, powerful attack at 0.5 inches which is just it's really irritating to like fit things in there yeah and it's also really bad yes 
so you know like i'm trying to think is there a heavy that has a 0.5 inch melee attack no i think they got rid of all of them right no they're one yeah they're all one so why like i understand that it's the front door that's that's cute yeah but um, like like what what are you trying to prove here like it, yeah. it's an it's an animated house like why, why are we worried about realism yeah 100 percent um on that note i would also change tree limbs to range three because they're trees question mark mm-hmm. that seems like a thing um and then i would get rid of the escapees rule completely and i'd give it a new ability that i call house party which is what uh, uh, for fun and then basically what it does is when a living enemy model is destroyed within two replace it with a gremlin soul swarm solo and remove it from play once per turn once per turn yeah like Love it. that that is a gargantuan level ability right yeah and it's something different <laughs> yeah i mean it's like the closest analogy or closest analog is the wraith engine which makes machine wraiths which are not as good as yep. um Gremlin Swarms, but is also half the price. So, okay. And, yeah, that would be be a Gargantuan that I would love to play. Like, I think that would be absolutely sick. So, make the house good, dang it. Let's talk about the Dracodile. Which is... So, it has the worst ranged output in the game? It has Assault, right? Does it have a kill shot? It doesn't. Okay, so yeah, it has the, I'm pretty sure it has the worst range output in the game of any of the of the Gargantuans and the Colossals. Yep, nope. It's just got one spray that's POW, six, pow 14, range 10. It does blind, which is very good, but yuck. Um, now, it has the most melee attacks out of any Gargantuan that's not named the Desert Hydra, so that's cool. Um, Wait, it's an important part of that sentence I missed. Which part is that? Except for the Hydra. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so, first things. Make Acid Breath Radio Fire 2, please. and or, maybe, or something. God damn. And give it Kill Shot so that it's like the Mountain King, maybe. Like, this is fine. The Mountain King's got a much a two-pow higher spray that does effectively the same thing in a lot of respects. It gives min- It's got Deafen, so minus two Deafen, no orders. Blind is minus four Deaf, and no orders really um so it can be a little bit lower pow and be rate of fire too or have kill shot or something also let's make it fury five because why is it fury four i don't like most melee focus claw or gargantuans being fury four that seems bad well, it, yeah it it's cute that it has a lot of attacks except it also has fewer fury yeah and then the other thing is territorial currently lets it charge a larger huge base model without being forced. I think it should also get plus two inches of movement when doing that. Like, I'm a Dracodile. You're in my territory. I'm a charge you. And crocodile, crocodiles are faster than you think. Oh, crocodiles are ridiculously fast. They're very <laughs> quick. You, like most humans probably can't outrun a crocodile. Um, yeah. So they should go they should go faster. It should be able to make more attacks and its ranged output should not be absolute garbage. It should just be bad. Thanks. <laughs> what? I mean it's got blind on it. It can't be that good. I know. I, I, and like 
it, there's never been a model more in need of secondary guns that also has no mechanic like way to really represent those on its model it, it throws rocks i don't know okay all right how about its tail just gets pitch <laughs> like it's a gun yeah it acts like how, a gun. how about the yeah the, the tail's a range six gun <laughs> <laughs> yes it could have a tail like it could have a tail melee attack and it could have a tail ranged attack and they could do different yeah. things that's absurd and i love it but Sure, why not? <laughs> okay, uh, we didn't touch on the Infernal Colossals. I think that Brett and I don't have enough experience playing against them because they're relatively new and nobody around us plays Infernals yep. to really comment on them. Um, they seem interesting, and most people that are playing with them uh, are finding new ways to use the existing infernalist around them which is pretty cool but yeah no practical experience means no comment on changes i think from us so in closing uh i'd like to give a huge thank you to everyone who supports us on patreon who actually suggested the topics for this episode which is wonderful uh and if you want to be a part of that you can find that at patreon.com slash los war machine and yeah, it's like our tip jar and it supports the podcast and uh Brawl Machine and all the other things we do. War Machine University, etc. Um, if you want to tell us how wrong we are about all the things that we just said, you can do that either through Discord or through our Facebook page, which is line of sight, or you can email us at lowswarmers at gmail.com, or you can send any of us a message on Facebook. And if you want to get into that Discord where you'll get a fancy green name for being a patron. You can do that through the show notes in the podcast itself. You can find those on our website. Uh, we're not even really caring about Twitter anymore. And yeah, that's that's about all we got. So that was that was the episode. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye.